Welcome to the Kevin and Fred Show. I am your host, Kevin Kaufman, and along with my business partner and co-founder, Fred Weaver, we bring to you our podcast, The Kevin and Fred Show, where once a week we bring to you a expert interview every single Monday. We interview one of the brightest and best in the world, usually in, in the real estate space, sometimes in technology, sometimes in entrepreneurship, sometimes just in forward thinking. The things that are going to help us learn to move forward are the things that we're interested in bringing to you on this podcast, so we don't keep it limited to just us real estate agents. And I think you'll find that really valuable if you've been listening or if you're a new listener, all in the same. We also bring you once a week something we call industry headlines, which is a look at what is going on in the real estate world, what's happening in the mortgage space, what's happening in the technology space. Bring that to you in a short form, 10, 15 minute podcast at the most once a week on Wednesdays. We're also a proud member of the industry syndicate family of real estate and mortgage podcast. Check out that app in the app store. Again, that's industry syndicate. And if you would, please do us a favor. Please, please, please leave us a review, download, subscribe, share an episode with a friend. We would love it. There is no better way to say thank you, except for maybe a real estate referral because we are, after all, real estate agents and we love real estate referrals. We're based in the Phoenix area and would love to hear from you. Thank you for tuning in to the Kevin and Fred show. All right, guys, we're back on the Kevin and Fred show. And today uh, I'm joined by Ari Rostigar out of Austin, Texas. Ari, how's it going today, man? It's going great, man. Living the dream. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, I, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule today uh, to share with us some thoughts today. Like this, today's episode is actually going to be cool because uh, I'm excited to talk about this with obviously having a changeover in the White House this year. Yes. Um, you know, you've sort of been on record as, as making a few statements as the way you think things can change uh, in, in our industry in real estate. And so I'd love to just kind of dig into that and hear some of your thoughts and what you see coming down the pipe. Absolutely. You know, we can, you know, obviously keep it very conversational and look, you know, Pre President Trump, there's a lot of reasons why he was great for real estate. Okay. And for the obvious reasons, whether it was opportunity zones, obviously him being a real estate guy, um, some of the tax incentives, et cetera. And President-elect Biden, there's a lot of other great reasons why you know real estate will thrive, but for very different reasons, to be clear. Okay. Yeah. And you know, I actually think that you know interest rates are going to stay low for a long time, which I think is great. Um, you know, certainly great for us. Um, you know, on the borrowing side, we do a lot of multifamily acquisitions. And um, I think there's going to be a K-shaped recovery when it comes to real estate um, in general. And that's just really a fancy way of saying certain asset classes will recover quicker than others, right? Like, you know, um, hotels might take a little longer or retail might take a little longer, but, you know, net net, it's all going to make sense. But, you know, I think we're asking it for a pretty significant market correction. And I think we've been asking for it for quite some time. And there's been some funny money that has really continued to prop up the uh, prop up the economy. And look, and during COVID and during, you know, extraordinary times, extraordinary measures need to be taken. And um, I think that, you know, look, I think people they're doing the government's doing the best they can. You know, I think there's some states that have done it better than others, um, but it's hard to be critical when you're don't when you know we don't have that weight of the world on your shoulders. For sure. um, but I do believe that you know the technology 
sector as a whole, if you look at the price per earning ratios, they're so high. It's at, you know, these dot-com bust levels that they're asking for a major correction. And a correction um, in the public markets is a great thing for real estate in general, because real estate as a, as a whole is a hedge against inflation. You know, you can insulate from global risk. You know, you're not watching the markets, uh, the values, the assets go up and go, go down, um, you know, on a daily basis. So, you know, I think there's a huge opportunity in multifamily um, in general, you know, especially within like class B, class C multifamily um, in the Sunbelt cities, because a lot of these technology companies recently, you saw Oracle, you know, move their headquarters to Austin, Texas, where, where we're from. And um, I think the, the media is really downplaying how significant of a move that really is, yeah. because Oracle quite literally runs the world. I mean, like, literally the world runs on Oracle. That almost should be their tagline. I mean, like if you want to pump gas, that's Oracle technology. You want to ride a subway, you want to go to a restaurant, that's Oracle. If Tesla went bankrupt tomorrow, you'd just buy a Toyota or you'd buy a, you know, you'd buy a different car. Um, obviously I have a lot of respect for both Larry Ellison and Elon Musk. Elon Musk bought, you know, 2000 acres here in Austin as well, building the largest gigafactory in the world. Um, but I think there's going to be a lot of policy change um, that's going to bode really well for real estate for those different reasons. But I think we're asking for a pretty significant market correction in a low interest rate environment, which will bode very, very well, um, you know, for real estate growth outside of the urban core. So as the vaccine starts to come, I think that the urban core, core is going to have trouble as people go, come over this kind of psychological trauma that they've endured of having to deal with COVID even post vaccine of proximity. And so when you look at class B or class C multifamily as an example, you know, you have inherent social distancing. You do a two-story walk up. It's like the old Motel 6 kind of concept. You walk up one or two stories, maybe three stories. You enter your apartment, you leave. You're not in the elevator. You're not in the gym. And these, you know, vintage properties, as we call them, that are 30-year-old plus are in these unbelievably great locations. And we live and die by what we call the $5 Uber ride. So within kind of $5 Uber ride, if you can get to all the fun stuff, you know, it's a pretty kind of pretty good location. Um, sure. But I think under President elect Biden, um, you're going to see um, you're going to see the markets um, take a take a pretty good dip. And a lot of people might see that as a bad thing, you know, but we're in a cyclical economy. Economies go up, they come down. That's, you know, that's the nature of how the short term and the long term debt cycle happens. And I think the markets have been running in bull markets for way too long and they need to come down. Yeah. Let's do this for a second, Ari. Like, tell me a little bit more about your business because like, sure. you just you just dropped a lot. Now, I want to dive into that a little bit more. But before we do that, for the listener that doesn't know you yet um, and doesn't maybe understand where your perspective is coming from. Sure. Tell us a little bit about your business and kind of your background in real estate and uh, and how you got here. Sure. I'm happy to do it. Um, you know, by trade, I'm an attorney and I'm kind of a recovering attorney. <laughs> I won't hold that against you. <laughs> I, I, you know, look, my father is an attorney as well. I grew up, grew up being cross-examined. So, you know, <laughs> So it's a blessing and a curse, um, but I'm an attorney by trade. Um, I started my first investment company with a $3,000 loan from my dad's father. Um, I mean, from a father of one of my good buddies that I went to, um, went to college with and used my scholarship money uh, building single family homes when I was in law school. 
2008 happened and I was lucky enough to walk away with my hat still kind of looking nice and paying back my investors and recouping my uh, my scholarship money. But I thought I was going to, for a kid that delivered pizzas through college, you know, I thought I was going to walk away with a lot more money than I did. Um, so my, um, my wrestling coach, uh, who I was very, very close with, uh, his cousin was the head of Credit Suisse at the time. And so I moved to New York City and, you know, worked on Wall Street for some of the greatest minds, you know, in the business. And about five and a half years ago, I spun off and started my own shop. And uh, we're based here in Austin. And we've invested in 38 cities, 12 states, seven different asset classes. And we've been agnostic as to the type of real estate we invest in, but commercial, whether it's apartments, student housing, um, industrial, discount retail, you know, we've really run the gambit. And right now, the bulk of our portfolio is apartment complexes in Austin, Texas. Although we own over 500 acres within the Austin MSA, we're building single family homes south of Austin. We have condos going up on South First, just outside of downtown. We have a high rise going up um, in Dallas. We have uh, condos going up in Phoenix. Um, and so we're uh, we're we're pretty busy to say the least, but uh, very much right now focused on this multifamily, pre-existing multifamily asset class um, for a very particular kind of mathematical reason. And you know, so we see ourselves as a data analytics company. You okay. know, I'm you know the oldest millennial. I own 100% of my company. Started this thing from nothing. Um, if you look at our contractors, our property management company that's wholly owned, our PE firm that's wholly owned, we're over 100, 100 people in the firm. Um, so it's of, uh, you know, in the nine figures headed up to, you know, headed up to a billion going into 2021. Um, so to say the least, we kind of are a little busy. We're also building 575,000 square feet of industrial uh, close to the airport here in Austin. So been really agnostic, like looking for deep value, but our focus is renovating old apartment complexes, um, you know, down to the studs. I mean, doing all the deferred maintenance, you know, all the plumbing, all the electrical and creating a class A experience for, you know, for a much cheaper cost than new construction, um, giving deep value to our investors and awesome. to our consumers. Cool. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate you running that back just just for for the listeners' sake to to kind of understand where you're coming from. You know, one one of the things that I, I thought was interesting in some of the offline stuff what I was doing to get ready for this is um, saw you know basically you, and you sort of alluded to this like you see tax increases. Uh, obviously, you've also said nothing to be afraid of. So, talk to me about what when you say that or when you hear that like what comes to mind and as a real estate agent as a real estate investor and as um just uh your typical homeowner out there like what's your advice to the to those people no it's, when, a, it's when... a great question you know look i'm i'm very bullish you know, i was joking on yahoo finance the other day that you know california and new york are the land of the flea and you know texas is the land of the free you know and and you know there's been Look, I, I, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm an American. Okay, I, I see the merit in both sides of these things, and um, I think both have done. Both sides have great points, and some others are asinine on both sides, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I see myself to be, you know, pretty liberal when it comes to social justice issues and kind of human rights, and a little bit more conservative when it comes to kind of fiscal policy and. You know, but I'm very much a moderate kind of in that regard. And you know, what I would what I would tell people is whether you're agents, whether you're homeowners, 
is you know you're watching home home prices surge outside the urban core what you want to do is follow the jobs okay and when you look at an austin texas you look at a raleigh north carolina you look at nashville tennessee you look at phoenix arizona you look at tampa florida st pete now these are where all the major companies are going and where they're where they're just really putting you know really deep flagpoles into the city austin kind of leading the charge on a lot of that with the oracles the teslas and the facebooks um and you know when you're in a the joke about austin is that you know austin's not in texas for sure you know, i've been there i've been there enough times to know it's and i've always said like it is the least texas part of texas no doubt about it it is and i'm born and raised i'm a native i'm born and raised here although i was in new york for many years my wife is from california and um you know los angeles is my favorite city to visit you know to yeah. visit and leave right yeah um certainly not for any more than uh, six months and four days or you know anything of that sort right um but look there's opportunity everywhere and whether you know you know rothschild said it in a pretty crude way i think warren buffett said it in a less crude way but but still uh kind of got the point across is that when people are being greedy be fearful yeah. and when people are fearful be greedy and you know i'm not really a proponent of greed per se to me building big businesses it, this is all for my kids you know at the end of the day right and you know i don't wear fancy watches or you know do any of that kind of stuff like it's about value and you know, you got to go where, where the employers are and where jobs are going to be created. I mean, where there's fair weather climate and where you're actually seeing the population migration and the cities that we're talking about is where all that's really happening. So if you look at, you know, home prices, they've started to surge around the urban core because people are scared of the urban core. Is that going to be permanent? Absolutely not. You know, everything that we're looking at right now and COVID has been a great tragedy for many reasons, obviously. You know, all of us are connected to someone or, you know, maybe one one person away from someone that they, you know, lost a family member or lost a loved one, which is obviously a, a huge tragedy. And it's a very sad thing. Um, but as we start to get through it, you know, we've experienced this before. You know, this wasn't the Spanish flu. OK, and people say, oh, it's it's like the flu. And it is very similar to the flu in terms of numbers. But the flu is dangerous. Flu kills people every year. Like it's yeah. not like the flu is not like a joke, right? It's, oh, it's just the flu. But the difference is it's been sensationalized so much that's caused mental trauma. Like, and I think it's been very understated, you know, the amount of just mental, you know, terrorism, for lack of a better word, that people have experienced. I mean, our own kid, you know, my wife and I are, you know, are the, you know, the proud parents of three children. We have a one-year-old you know, who really hasn't got to interact with other kids, you know, they've been at home, they're still wearing masks at school, which really stinks. And, yeah. um, and I think it's going to take a lot of time for that to happen. But when you look at it, when you look at it as a real estate investor, you can't look at things as, a, as you know, look, there's one school of thought of being a flipper. Okay. And I don't understand that world. A lot of guys may be a lot smarter than me. You know, a lot of folks could understand that. I don't, I don't get it. I'm a long-term value investor in everything that I look at. I look at three year, five year, seven year, 10 years. So when I look at a 10 year timeline, this is a blip on the radar. This is literally a blip. This is something that'll happen. It'll correct. 
people will come back to the urban core, people are going to be back in offices, and people say, oh, no, people are going to work from home. I absolutely disagree. We are tribal beings by nature. We want to be around each other. We want to whiteboard. We want to break bread together. We want to have lunch together and, you know, and, and brainstorm and come up with great ideas. Are there some sectors, you know, that maybe if you're a coder and all you do is sit behind a computer all day and don't interact with clients, sure, I get that. Maybe some of those jobs continue to be from home, you know, but the all of these sectors will create and to say that people aren't going to travel again for businesses is ridiculous. I mean, you know, the hotel industry is not going to recover. It's ridiculous. You know, we've seen much worse, you know, chaos happen. Um, but a point that I wanted to make about multifamily in particular and why we're so bullish on multifamily within the Sun Belt in particular, which are the technology hub cities that I mentioned, is a staggering, staggering statistic that you all can look up as of 2020. Individuals aged 18 to 29, okay, think about this number. Individuals in America aged 18 to 29, 53% of them live at home. At home, like parents, like with their parents? Yes. yes. That is the highest number, highest percentage in the history of mankind. More than staggering. the Great Depression, more than 2008. And so as, a, as an investor, I look at that as shadow demand. Meaning that when all this comes to fruition, I don't have a crystal ball. I'm not a market timer. You know, I, I, make, I make my money when I sign the contract. I'm an entrance strategy guy. If you buy right, you do the right thing, you're going to find an exit, you're going to make money, okay? Whenever that happens, right? But when that enormous number of kids, when mom and dad are like, okay, Billy, okay, Jane, time to get out of the house, I assure you they're not going to high rises, you know, in the middle of downtown Nashville or downtown Austin, they're going to, you know, a nice, decent, you know, uh, vintage multifamily property and finding deep value um, to where I think that asset class is going to be unbelievably resilient and unbelievably valuable over the coming years. That's awesome. Uh, that, that's, that's great perspective, by the way. Uh, shadow demand. I hadn't heard that term before, so that's a good one. Let me ask you this. Um, you, you mentioned earlier, you said a K-shaped recovery. What, what is that? So a K-shaped recovery, and I hate jargon, by the way, so I apologize. That's okay. You know, you know for that. So you've heard this V-shaped recovery term used, and effectively that means you know the economy tanked because of COVID and everything went down, but then all of a sudden it's going to go back up in a V when the vaccine comes out. I'm just using an example, right? right. That would be what's called a V-shaped recovery. Okay. A K-shaped recovery is if you take that K and you lay it sideways, certain asset classes are going to are gonna recover at different timelines. Meaning right now, multifamily has been fantastic because people are scared to buy. Even though interest rates are super low, they don't know if they're gonna have a job. They don't know if there's gonna be a second wave of COVID. They don't know if this vaccine is really gonna work. So they're renting. Okay, so they're renting apartments. Retail obviously has taken a beating. You know, California shut down LA again, you know, last week, which is causing great stress on retail. So retail might lag. So a K-shaped recovery means that certain asset classes within the global asset class, call it real estate in this instance, will recover at different timelines over different time trajectories. Okay. That that makes perfect sense. Thank you for for taking the time to explain that. Um, that that is really clear. So let me ask you this because I know we're running up on time, but there's one thing I, I wanted to put. I wanted to make sure we talked about before we go today is 
um, making sure that the person, and I would like to speak, if you will, specifically to the realtors and to, I'll call it the mom and pop investors, right? So yes. people that have got yeah. some money to invest in, how do they position themselves to take advantage of what you think is going to, is going to be coming over, we'll call it the next four to four to eight years? Well, well, well there's a few things, right? Look, um, you know, twofold. One is you have to embrace technology right now. If you're a realtor, you must embrace virtual tours, Zoom, find creative ways to take videos and multimedia and be able to, to create an experiential thing for potential buyers. So you cannot rely on the face-to-face -face traditional sales of the walkthroughs. You have to come up with innovative ways and it's not resources, it's resourcefulness. So be very clear. There's a big difference between yeah. resources and resourcefulness. So that's my what I would tell because realtors are salespeople. Okay, I grew up in sales. I was raised in sales. You know, most of my life. Thank God, I don't. I don't have to do it anymore. Um, but you know, but sales is. You know, they need to be very resourceful and think virtual. Think virtual tours. Think pictures. Think doing podcasts. Be on social media. Use the virtual world to create sales because the buyers are out there. Okay. You know, for us, as an example, to take it to provide this opportunity for ordinary investors, we provided a retail product. We have a REIT that's come online called the Rastigar Opportunity REIT, where you can invest $25,000. We've never had that before. You know, we've never had a product because our investors are mostly public pension funds, family offices, large institutions, in addition to high net worth individuals. But because, you know, we know that this, the need is there to place money in a risk adjusted environment. And that's just a fancy way of saying, how do I kind of stay away from the stock market? How do I find a way to capitalize on these apartments that Ari's talking about? You know, we have a product that, you know, that, that is doing that. And I never dreamed of, you know, going after that type of market, but, you know, I'm obsessed with my consumer. I'm obsessed with my, with my tenants that live in my apartments and our investors and making sure we're giving them the best experience we possibly can um, in that instance. But there's another thing to be said that I don't think people say enough is save your money. I agree. Save your money, you know, and it, it's, you don't always have to put it out. And right now there's so much uncertainty that, you know, if you got a couple uh, you know, extra bucks laying around. Don't be too ex so exuberant to go out there and try to go put it to work and try to chase that dollar because markets are at that all time high. And, you know, there's an old saying on Wall Street that, you know, bulls make money, bears make money, pigs get slaughtered. Yep. And we're in a very precarious time when it comes to that. So someone that doesn't have a lot of conviction around what they're doing specifically, I recommend keep that money in your checking account and wait. That's awesome, man. That is solid advice. I, I, I enjoy that. I appreciate that and, and would echo that. Before we go, is there anything last thing that I, that I should ask you or that we should, uh, any points we should make before we wrap up today? You know, one thing I want to say is, look, please don't buy into the doom and gloom. We've been watching this shock therapy, sensational news over and over again. And let's not forget the news is in the business. And I'm not, look, these are great people, I'm sure, that run these companies. They're in the business of eyeballs. The more that you watch it, the more money they make, the more money they make or advertise. This has become shock media. Is all of it shock media? No, of course not. 
but you know, things are going to be fine. The world is going to recover. Things aren't as bad as they're making it out to see. The killer wasp is not going to kill you. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I'm very confident in the American economy. You know, we might have a little bit of dip, but that that's happened for the last hundred years and it goes right back up, you know, and we're in a place now where I've never been more proud to be an American. I've never been more proud to invest in this country. I've never been more bullish on the long-term growth that exists when we're talking five, 10, 20 years from now and the world that we're creating for my one-year-old, five-year-old and my eight-year-old. And I hope that you know your listeners and your viewers come away um, you know, feeling that love and feeling that sentiment because that comes from the bottom of my heart and it's based in math. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. That's a hell of a great way to sign off. So uh, guys, thanks a lot for listening. Ari, if somebody wants to learn more about you, learn about your company, what's the best way for them to do that? Look, you can just Google Rastigar. I mean, Rastigar has been up here the whole time. You just type in Rastigar property or Ari Rastigar into Google. It's pretty easy to find us. You know, we've been in the journal and the times I think we've been in Forbes 30 or 40 times in the last few months. Very easy to find us. You can go to our website, rastigarproperty.com. But if you want to find us, you type that name in up there. You'll find me pretty quickly. Awesome. Thanks a lot for being here. I appreciate you taking the time, man. Pleasure. Thanks, buddy. Hey, it's Kevin and Fred. Do you have a referral for us here in Phoenix? There are 30,000 agents here that you could send them to. Why us? Well, for one thing, we'll keep you updated and you'll never have to track down your commission. We'll also make you look really good to your client. And best of all, it helps us keep all this content free. So go to kevinandfred.com referral to make the introduction. We'll take great care of them. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin and Fred community, part of EXP Realty and partner with us today. You'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds, digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.